You're listening to Brave and Boss, the podcast. On this week's episode, I'm going to be talking all about organic search, backlinks, keywords, all those things that we often don't think about unless you've really done a SEO or search engine optimization project. So I'm going to talk a little bit of an overview on what that all means and why you need to pay attention to it and give you some tips that you can action right now to get more traffic to your website. All right, let's dig into it. Welcome to Brave and Boss, a podcast for the purpose-driven founder who wants to grow their e-commerce business. I'm your host, Christy Sumer. I'm the CEO and founder of the Ethical Fashion Line Encircled, a conscious business coach and passionate about helping you break through your limits and build a brand that matters. Let's do this. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Brave and Boss. I'm the host of the podcast, Christy Sumer, founder and CEO of the Ethical Fashion Brand Encircled, business coach, mentor, and I'm excited to be back with you. Thank you so much for joining the podcast again. And this one is a solo episode. So I haven't done a solo episode in a really long time. And I'd love to hear your feedback, whether you're enjoying the interviews or you like balance mix of both. You can find me on Instagram at Christy Sumer or at Brave and Boss. Send me a DM. Let me know. I'd love to hear your feedback. Always looking to improve the show, make it more effective for you and your business. So today's episode is talking about SEO. So if you don't know what SEO is, we're going to explain all of that at a high level. And I'm going to walk you through one of my favorite tools that I'm using nowadays to look at that and optimize as much as possible in the world of Facebook nightmares. Because <laughs> Facebook advertising right now, paid ads are a garbage fire still. So, you know, now is a good time to explore other channels where you can get, you know, free or lower cost traffic. And of course, no channel is really free because any marketing channel really takes work to set it up or optimize it or maintain it, but some are more cost-effective than others. So let's get into the episode. So if you are familiar with SEO, this might be a little bit of a boring primer for the first little bit, but I just want to level set for what it is and why it matters for e-commerce. So what is SEO? SEO is essentially search engine optimization. So it's the process of increasing the quality and quantity of website traffic and exposure of your brand through organic search. So typically we would think of organic search as Google since they own most of the search traffic, but this could also be Bing or other engines that people search with. But the majority is Google for sure. So SEO in a sense is really about, you know, tailoring content for the search engines as much as people who are searching for it. So if you've ever thought about typing something into Google, that's something that you're thinking about typing, but also Google on the back end is thinking about what should I show them based on what they just put in there. And why this really matters is because search engine traffic, once you set it up and you've got, you know, the basics in place, it's essentially free traffic and your website will be crawled and indexed by the search engine and ranked based on the quality of your content and keywords and all these factors that go into it. And then it basically can make you money with very low investment. One thing with search engine optimization is it does take long. It is a practice, not an overnight success. So it's something you need to do consistently. 
And it does take research and time. And if you don't have that expertise or you don't want to teach yourself uh, how to do it, you can hire somebody, but it is, you know, that would be what I would say an additional expense as well. So, you know, I've definitely worked on SEO myself, as well as we've hired people to kind of train the trainer and do work with us on it. The most recent success I had with my brand with SEO was with when we were selling non-medical masks during the pandemic, the early stages of the pandemic, let's say. And, you know, that was without somebody (laughs) optimizing our page. I had just done some research on you know, what would be some good keywords to come up with and literally put it up. And that's an example of a product that, you know, we've done an okay job. I think I'm optimizing it, but there was a lot of search volume. And because we were a really first mover, and this is another thing that plays into search engine optimization as well, is that it definitely, we ranked really high. So we were on the first page of Google for, you know, face masks during a time when everybody wanted them. So our traffic just went through the roof. I've actually never seen anything like that on my store. <laughs> it made me really think about, you know, the idea of, because a lot of us who are listening to this podcast, you know, have products where we have to like pull demand from people. So, you know, we're not making something that people are searching for necessarily as regularly already, though there are exceptions for sure. Like, Let's say you're like a supplement maker or you're making something very consumable like toothpaste or something that people are already really actively searching for or that's trending. Like I always use the example of CrossNet, uh, which is this game you can play outside. Uh, It became very popular during the pandemic and people are searching for that. But the reason they're searching for that is because it's created like its own buzz Whereas, you know, if something's trending, like crossover leggings were trending for a while, the crossover band, because of something that happened with American Eagle, who had them on an influencer by accident. And then all of a sudden, the search volume for that keyword went up. So all these other brands were trying to put keywords in there to get to rank for that. And so when you're getting traffic for that, because people are wanting crossover leggings, because it's a moment, it's a trend or whatever, that is free traffic. That is amazing, because you're not having to convince anybody to buy your product, like they're there, they want to buy it, they're looking for it. And that is the beauty of search engine optimization. So that is the ideal state that we want to get to. And we want to find that balance of creating products that people want versus honoring our creativity and honoring, you know, trends. It's hard to predict, but, you know, the more we're on trend with what we're creating, the easier it is to do marketing, essentially. So let's talk a little bit about SEO. So we've already talked about a little bit about why it's important. You probably have heard the terms white hat and black hat SEO. Black hat refers to kind of spammy tactics and strategies that try to fool search engines and search engines are very smart. So if you get caught doing some of these, and I don't teach this anyways, you can get like banned by search engines. And I've heard on some episodes of other podcasts, some brands getting banned and seeing like overnight, you know, 20% of their search traffic uh, or sorry, website traffic disappear. So that can be really bad. So if you ever come across something and somebody's like, this is a black hat technique, do not do it. Just stick to white hat and put in the effort. And I promise you it will pay off. So where do I want to start with this? Okay, tools. So things you need to be doing with SEO basics. There's some really great links. I'm going to link to them in the show notes of 
you know, how to do SEO and kind of the basics for primarily Shopify. We'll put a link in there for that because you want to be optimizing your pages, your products, your collections with the right keywords. So I'm not going to go super deep into that, but that's something you need to be doing in your e-commerce platform. And the other thing you need to do is you need to get to Google Webmaster and search consoles. So you need to sign your brand up for these things. So if you're not, you definitely want to be on there and it's free. So all you have to do is, well, it's called, sorry, it's called search console. Now I keep calling it Google webmaster, but it used to be called webmaster anyways. So you just want to connect your website to Google search. And essentially it just means you have to put in some code in your header and verify your website that you own it, or you can connect it, I think, backwards to Google analytics. This is really, really important because Google Webmaster will give you, I gotta keep calling it that Google Search Console, will keep giving you, you know, ideas on search terms and showing you where you rank and giving you opportunities for where you can improve. I think Bing has one too. I've never used it as well, but there's some basic guidelines that you can Google to figure out like what you need to do in here and how to get your site crawled and all that kind of stuff. That's really important with SEO. But the fundamentals with SEO, I mean, If I'm really being honest, there's so much to this. This is such a rich topic, but, you know, SEO is multifaceted. So like, as I mentioned, it's not just about, you know, the product that you're selling, but it's also about how you've kind of written your meta description for your products and your pages and your collections and how you've structured them in a way that makes sense for the search engine to understand, but also almost like written them like an advertisement. So if you're not familiar with what those are, you just need to go down to your product page and keep scrolling and you'll see like a section on Shopify where you can edit your meta uh, description. But the real first part of that is understanding keywords that resonate for you. Oh, I also want to mention you need to do this for blog posts too. So if you're blogging, you need to optimize your blog posts also. So you really want to start off by doing some keyword research to find some high value terms, really great ways to do this. Obviously Google can like do suggestions and stuff like that. I know that Amazon people sometimes go in there or you can use a keyword tool. So there's lots of options here. I've used Ahrefs before, but recently I switched to SEMrush. So SEMrush, I'll put a link in the show notes. You can check it out. I'm a proud affiliate of them. It's a really rich platform. So there's a lot in here. I mean, it's used for professionals, but there's definitely things like you want to watch here and you can look, you can do a lot of research here, not only with your own site, but with competitors. And that in itself can be really interesting. So the one thing I learned somewhat recently in SEM Rush by impl- implementing my website in here is that we were kind of under indexing on a couple of keywords that our competitors were indexing on pretty heavily that were pretty highly searched. So that was like a good takeaway for me to understand, okay, this keyword is trending. How can we integrate it into our content and our products and stuff like that? So they have like a dashboard where you can like look at your current website. I can flip to encircle.co and I can see our organic traffic, our domain authority score, which plays into SEO. So kind of the higher your domain authority score, it can positively impact your search ranking, organic keywords, referring domains. So referring domains is essentially how many links are kind of inbound to your site. We'll get into that in a little bit. And it can kind of give you 
an overview of, you know, what's what keywords and collections and bounce rates and all this kind of stuff. So the one thing I really love about a tool like SEMrush is that it shows you the metrics. So in my coaching that I do with my clients, I really encourage people to get into their numbers because, you know, you can create a lot of amazing products, but at the end of the day, if the products aren't profitable and priced properly, and they're not something somebody wants and positioned properly, and the numbers don't make sense for your website, like your traffic, your conversion, your average order value, you don't have a business. So understanding your metrics is like so key, not just revenue, but all those important metrics. And this is really the next level of things, right? So I'm going to put in a competitor into SEMrush just to show what it can do. Let me see if it'll pull up. So this isn't like a direct competitor I'm inputting in here, but I can see they have way more organic traffic than we do. They have about the same traffic, but this is a brand who is really big into, they do a lot of celebrity stuff, if that makes sense. And they, they've led a trend. So they get a lot of searches that are related to that. So I'm probably not going to rank for like most of their keywords, but if there's something in here, maybe that is, you know, something that is competitive that we can, you know, compete against, like for, for example, bamboo jumpsuit Canada, like we have a bamboo jumpsuit. So like maybe that's a keyword where you'd want to pick it up and then start doing the work on your website to rank for it. The other thing I love about SEMrush is there's link building tools. So link building is essentially how, you know, if you do back in the day, you did like a blog partnership with a big blogger or something like that. And they're like all linked back to your website. Or maybe you're in an article of for fashion magazine or something like that, and they link back to your product page. That's a backlink. And I use backlinks for a couple of things. So number one, backlinks can really improve your search ranking, depending though, if they're from a good source. So if the domain authority of the brand with the backlink is really bad, it can actually hurt your search ranking. So if it's like a spammy site, and this is where we get into that kind of talk about black hat and white hat SEO, is that black hat techniques often are around like getting all these backlinks and stuff like that and trying to use like those sites to um, boost your ranking. And that can be really detrimental depending on who you partner with. So that's why I really don't recommend doing it that way. But having some like legit backlinks is great. Like, you know, Fashion Magazine or New York Post or Brides.com or Forbes.com. Like these are really great links because they have really good domain domain ranking. So they can really help you, obviously, from not only just an SEO perspective, they give you traffic, which is amazing, right? That's what we want. We want traffic and awareness. Awesome. Now, the one thing I use this tool for actually as well, SEMrush, is for researching competitors. So let's say I'm looking for bloggers who are, I guess, California bloggers or something who like sustainable fashion. So I'm probably going to put a California sustainable fashion brand that I know about in this tool in the bank backlinks. And I want to see what backlinks they've got. I can see like, you know, the how powerful they are. And then I can go out and pitch these bloggers and ask them to feature me in an article or partner with them or become an affiliate or get added to their directory. 
Like that's kind of the work that you do. If they're pressed, I can add them to a press list and make a note to like pitch them anytime I'm launching something similar. So that's like a, it's like kind of like a sneaky little inside peek of um, what other people are doing. So I highly recommend you try this out. You can put in, you know, a bunch of your competitors and see what comes up and start making lists. And you can just simply add it to like an outreach program. Like you can do it actually within SEMrush. You can do like pitches to get added uh, links, but Nowadays, it's a lot harder, I would say, to just email somebody and have them be like, oh, yeah, for sure, I'll add a link to your website on my blog. Like, they want to know more about the brand, they want to be more partnered with you, all that kind of stuff. So definitely, that is like my favorite part, I think, of this tool is kind of that creepiness, I think, because you can see what are people doing, like, who are they partnering with, where are they getting good search ranking, and you know, sometimes it's like one blog post, like there's a competitor in Canada who has, I think, one blog post that drives like insane amount of organic search traffic, like 70 or 80% of their organic search traffic. And I'm like, who is that vlogger? And it's somebody that we've talked to before, but they've never posted about us. So I'm like, wow, that's like a, a really aligned blogger. So it really helps with that kind of stuff and finding out you know, that question often comes up, like, how do I find influencers to work with and all that kind of stuff? This is a route to do it, especially for people who are not just like influencers on Instagram, but that have a blog or somewhere on the website that they live, which is, in my opinion, even better than a lot of these influencers who only have social media. It's really great to have somebody who has that SEO themselves because it helps boost your marketing as well. The other thing I wanted to mention about this, somewhat unrelated to well, I mean, not totally unrelated, but somewhat unrelated to the SEO side of things is they have a really great tool in here too, where you can see, I believe, competitors' social media posts and you can see what's trending and in terms of engagement rate and stuff like that. And I just find it super interesting because I think engagement is so brutal right now on Instagram. So it's like to see like what's working and it actually might make you feel a lot better about what you're doing. I would say in general, probably, but you can go to like all profiles and put in like a bunch of your competitors and see what's actually working. And the interesting thing is that a lot of them are um, giveaways. (laughs) So giveaways seriously generate a lot of uh, engagement, but it makes you feel better because you're like, man, you know, I think sometimes you post stuff on social media and you're like, oh, this other brand is like doing it so much better than us. And actually they're not, they're just having a lot of challenges too. So yeah, so that's a really cool part about SEMrush. So I'm not going to talk anymore about that, but now you kind of know you can go in here and tool like this and do organic research. I can look and see what keywords I want to rank for, what keywords our competitors are ranking for, and then definitely using that information and putting it into your product pages, your collection pages. Also, you know, you want to use the right URLs. So when you are like planning a product, you want to make sure your URL is the right search results. So I played around with this a little bit and I don't know, you can definitely change URLs later, but you know, I think having um, a URL that makes sense and that isn't kind of keyword stuffing is a word they'll use a lot in SEO where you have like try and put too many keywords in one place. 
um, should be really easy to read um, and shorter is kind of better is a really good thing. So definitely you want to be always thinking about this. There's a really great free course on SEO from Shopify, which I'll link to as well in the show notes that you can check out. Um, and it, again, it's this is meant to just be like a primer just to set the foundation for you as to like some of the tools you might need. Um, but definitely you're going to need Google, Google Search Console, as I've called it, Google Webmaster, wrong, Shopify, bunch of free courses out there on how to do SEO. And again, SEO is always changing. So we want to always keep up to date with it. And then starting with your website and getting with a tool like SEMrush or similar, that you can do some research. Um, a lot of these tools have free trials. So you can kind of check them out and see if it makes sense for you to use it going forward. But I think if anybody's getting really serious about organic search, it's definitely a tool that you want. Or if you're doing paid advertising, it is a really great tool as well because it'll show you a lot more detailed insights um, than what I would say you would get from um, some of the other tools because it's a little bit more detailed. Um, So highly, highly recommend that. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, I think that's all I had for this episode. I didn't want to throw too much in here because <laughs> I don't want to overwhelm you, but we'll put all the links in the show notes. We'll make sure if you've learned something about SEO, I hope so during this episode. And that one thing is that it is important for your brand to be doing this and setting up your product pages properly and making sure that you're thinking about what keywords do you want to be ranking for? And what are people searching for most importantly when they're looking for your product online? That is super, super important. So hope you learned a lot and we'll be back with another interview in the next week. All right, take care. Bye. Thank you for listening to Brave and Boss, the podcast. If you want to take your e-commerce brand to the next level, be sure to check out my website at christysumer.com where you can find all the show notes, free resources and blog posts and principles to help you grow your online store. You can also follow me at K-R-I-S-T-I-S-O-O-M-E-R on Instagram. Find your purpose, make it happen. I'll talk to you soon.